In this episode of the Jolted EV podcast, we look at why EVs are so expensive, looking at the batteries, motors, and some of the IT tech that could go into it in the next few years. Hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Jolted EV podcast. I'm Christian Miles. Hi, I'm Callum Martin. And today we're talking about why EVs cost so much money and what can be done in the industry to try to reduce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Callum, do you want to, uh, to start us off? Sure. So I think the oh, well, I think the biggest thing is is batteries. Now mm-hmm. you know they're currently so expensive and they're so big as they're so heavy. Um, you know, I think obviously with the introduction of and, and and the exciting technology of solid state, that seems to be trying to change that. But it's not going to change for a while, in my opinion. You know, the mm-hmm. the technology and the ramping up of production is going to have to happen first before you know, before those costs start going down. Well, so cost, cost wise, I mean, obviously we all talk about the cost of batteries and that, you know, they're so expensive and so on and so forth. Now, mm. uh, 10 years ago, they were costing uh, ridiculous amounts, you know, $1,000 per kilowatt hour. Uh, and we've got them down now to, I think, about 150 dollars per kilowatt hour. I think, I think mm. that's, that's the last real marker and they're saying in order for batteries to be to be a realistic uh combustion engine uh comparative that it's got to be mm-hmm. under a hundred dollars but i think what that doesn't take into consideration the fact that you've got all of this extra added weight to go with that as well because energy density is quite low mm-hmm. uh in comparison to to a combustion engine for instance you know where you can throw a bit of petrol in there and, and you're getting many miles to go forward. Uh, but solid state batteries in particular do seem to have the best of both worlds there, don't they? Mm-hmm. In that you get the energy density, a much higher energy density, therefore you need less of them. Yeah. And so there's a lower material cost. Material costs and uh, energy density is therefore better uh, because you need less of it and you get more in, in it. Mm. Um, I mean, when when do you think this is going to be feasibly cheaper, though? Because a lot of these companies have pumped up, you know, millions and potentially billions of pounds in this technology, and they're going to want to see their, you know, their return on investment. Well, they and do, but the same the same is to be said about current uh, high higher density lithium ion batteries. Mm. You know, they, there is an MRE yeah, NRE cost there that they're trying mm. to recoup, uh, but. I think the potential benefit, and, and don't quote me on this because I'm sure it'll prove me wrong, but uh, the potential benefit is the material cost is lower. Mm-hmm. And so there's a bit more room in there then to recuperate the costs for R&D. And the other, the other benefit that solid state battery may have over lithium ion is that in the last 20 years, the uptake of lithium ion has been fairly gradual in that there's been a, a, a massive electronics uptake, you know, mobile phones and radios and, and, and that kind of thing. But actually electric vehicles themselves have played a relatively small part in mm-hmm. that you know, sort of evolutionary scale. Mm-hmm. Whereas with solid state batteries, they're being made really for energy storage and for traction systems. Mm-hmm. And so what you'd expect is that the, the, the requirement, the demand is going to be far higher than when they were developing original lithium ion technologies. So yeah. You'd have thought that they could recoup their money relatively quickly. That's a, that's a good point as well. And think about all the other industries as well. You know, we're, th- we're thinking very, um, 
you know, car focused here. But mm-hmm. if you look at, you know, other modes of transport, aerospace, yep. if they can get a solid state battery that has the density, I mean, I know you're, you're talking, you know, one megawatt motors that could potentially have to be in, in <laughs> those sort of things and higher. Um, yeah, you know, having, having, if they can increase that battery density even more, which they will, you know, you look at lithium ion when it was first around the battery density, like you mentioned, um, if solid state goes on the same curve, which I imagine it will, then yeah, it's going to open it up for so many different industries. So yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Mm, oh, and marine as well. Yeah, the, yeah. the, 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 the potentials are without a doubt endless. Uh, mm-hmm. I think companies like QuantumScape, they, they see that. And actually, interestingly, QuantumScape, um, the Volkswagen uh, have invested 300 million for a partnership with those guys. Right. And they're claiming that they will have a solid state battery in a car, actually in a car mm. by 2025. Right. Uh, which it sounds like a long time, four years, but it, it really isn't. Mm. Uh, you know, that's, that's not far at all. But when you look at, you know, Neo's claims of Q4 2022. Yeah, that's it? true. Yeah. 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 You know, um, Eve Energy seems to be causing a bit of a stir. They obviously, yes. um, they obviously heard about Quantum Scape and then put a lot of news out there. So, you <laughs> yes. know, look at me, look at me. We've got one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me behind. <laughs> well, they do. But what's interesting about that one, and, and I, do, I don't know the actual numbers for QuantumScape at this stage because there's, there's all sorts of numbers being thrown around, mm. you know, potentially even a thousand watts per kilogram, watt hours per kilogram, which mm. I don't believe that. But um, mm. yeah, I mean, Neo are being probably quite realistic and honest. I mean, what were they 384 or something? Uh, yeah, they they were low in our expectations, weren't they? I remember definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely below that mm. five hundred watt hour mark, which is, in my opinion, the benchmark for solid state batteries. Mm. Uh, you know, and where it needs to be, really, um, mm. given that it could be significantly higher, knowing, yeah. knowing what that technology is and does, and and, mm-hmm. and how that could work out. So, mm-hmm. you know, if if they if they can achieve a plus five hundred watt hour, let's say, uh, battery by 2025 and have that included in the uh the 2025 volkswagens you know just because when, when you when you when you think about it the next four years what they've got to do is they've got to to develop the package you know that it's going to go into they go they've got to then develop the machinery to produce that they've then got to get that certified and agreed across multiple homologations you know because there's going to be you know, the european market the american market the asian market and so on and so forth and to do all of that within four years is actually quite ambitious mm-hmm. but if they can then it opens that up to a massive market i mean absolutely huge mm. in which case yeah i think i think almost certainly that's going to reduce the cost of an ev quite considerably just mm-hmm. on the material cost alone you know yeah. if you've got a, a, a density three times higher than current lithium technology then you only need one third of the battery yeah which means you're carrying much less weight which means the vehicles are far more economical because they're having to pull less the motors having to to work less hard Mm -hmm. Uh, and therefore the range you know albeit you've got you know one third the battery size you may actually have you know 110% of the original range because you've gained 10% in the loss of, of of weight and from a consumer's perspective, you know, if you end up getting a, let's say, a Audi e-tron that's got a solid-state battery in, and they've they've used the same 
size as they did with the original lithium ion and you end up with i don't know two thousand miles per charge mm-hmm. that is you know that is absolutely well it's a it's economical you know and b you know you're gonna it's gonna charge so much faster you're gonna mm-hmm. have to wait less time for more charge it's yeah it's a it's a no-brainer, really. I, I think so. And there's no doubt. I, I'm pinning my, my sort of flag uh, to, to the sodium mast. Uh, you know, I, I think that uh, sodium ion will become the standard into the future as soon as they can stabilise it. Um, you know, there are a lot of intricacies as part of that equation, particularly for high-voltage, high-current systems. Um, because they have a breakdown in the uh, in the electrolyte, and you know, various things happen. We, we won't go into that right now, but um, it, it's it's a it's a difficult ask. But I think it's perfectly possible with hardened carbon and, and various other bits and bobs. So, so without a doubt, we're going to see solid state. I think when we say solid state, and, and this is probably an episode all on its own actually. But when we say solid state, what does that even really mean? Uh, because it can mean several different things. You know, quantum scape, for instance, is almost a semi-solid state approach. Um, yeah. So it's not it's not fully solid state. Mm-hmm. And there are uh, at least a dozen that I'm aware of different uh, varieties of solid state. Um, so mm-hmm. so I, I do think that we we you know we should talk about that on another episode. But yeah. I do think that that will be the the fundamental cost reducer uh, going mm-hmm. forward. And where are these. you? Where are you with supercapacitors? Uh, yeah, I, I, again, another conversation altogether. I think um, mm. I, I love them for hypercars. Mm. Uh, I think I think they're a great idea uh, if you want to put it into something that needs a, a major spike uh, for mm-hmm. a short period of time. Uh, I don't feel that they have at this stage a, a place mm-hmm. in in everyday drivers. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't see what the benefit is, uh, save us for the fact that it can store a huge amount of, of energy in farads, um, mm-hmm. which can be, you know, converted as, as you choose. But there, yeah, there, there are a lot of practical, uh, uh speed humps there, you know, bump, bumps along the road that, that would need to be dealt with. Um, but I can definitely see those in, in higher, higher performance cars for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. Moving on to the, the you know the next biggest expense expense I would say in an electric vehicle, the motor. Mm. How much do you think they can do better with the motor? I mean, there's 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 loads of new technologies coming out all the time. How can they make how can they make them better? Yeah, I I think I think motors are an interesting one because for years we we haven't really had to uh, economize a motor. If people. Mm have been bothered but not bothered enough you know because actually when you stick a three-phase motor onto a three-phase power supply no mm-hmm. one really cares in industry you know it's it, it's mm-hmm. only in the last 20 years or so that it's become a real issue you know as power costs have, have increased uh as uh consumption has increased generally because we're doing more things in a uh an automated environment mm-hmm. and so really from a uh, a motor development perspective evolution perspective i still think we're also very early on in those in those charts mm-hmm. uh, we've got some extraordinarily good motors coming through you know with yasa and uh various others mrex um mm-hmm. you know these mainly axial flux motors in that case because mm-hmm. they're just so so useful in that 
you can bolt them together. You can have them working independently of each other. They're in a pancake format, so they're in a, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a, a nice small package that you could you know, put onto each wheel uh, you know, on the front and rear axle. So you can have four of them mm-hmm. in a very small compartment uh, and used used to a lot of success. But that's again, these these guys are developing this technology all the time, and the efficiency of these are improving and increasing but also the cost is going to reduce as they're being used more. So up until recently, you know, Yasser, Emrex, um, Avid, uh, these guys, they wouldn't necessarily have been selling to the traction market. Yeah, that wouldn't mm-hmm. be their primary market. And, and mm-hmm. because of, of the way the world is working now and because of the change in attitudes in, in, you know, broad, in a more broader sense, People are saying, well, actually, we need these things. Uh, and so and, and we need people working on these things. Uh, so it gives entrants like those guys an opportunity to produce high quality motors at, mm-hmm. at much larger scale, which mm-hmm. will reduce the cost. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's yeah. something that that's uh, and we always seem to throw him in. So I'll throw him in now. But that's something that <laughs> <laughs> it's something that Elon Musk has done very well. Uh, he's managed to reduce the cost you know, of, of most of his uh, components to a sufficiently enough level to get them sold. But I still think they're expensive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I still think what, what he is producing is expensive. And it's mm-hmm. expensive because he hasn't really ever had a challenger to what he's doing. And yep. over the next 10 years, he's going to have a lot of challenges to what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And these guys are going to be producing a lot of very high quality components that mm-hmm. you know they can swap and change and, and and pull in from from others volkswagen being a big one because they've got so many brands under so many model guises mm-hmm. that actually when they develop uh, the meb platform for instance you know the the platform that volkswagen use they use it across all of their their brands and so they've produced one single platform and this is another one for a, for a separate conversation i think because mm. They've produced literally just just it's it's just a, a the bottom part of a chassis that mm-hmm. has absolutely everything in it, mm-hmm. and they put a shell on the top. Yeah, you know, and the ability to mass produce that and produce the same thing exactly all the time. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to reduce the cost massively. You know, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. and they'll be doing that at a level that that Elon Musk can't at this stage. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, so I think from a cost perspective, they're going to overtake Tesla relatively quickly mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they just they have the 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 ability to mass produce so in in such a, um, a higher volume because their demand is high, uh, mm-hmm. or or the expected demand will be high. But it's not a Tesla, and so yeah, I, I don't think that they are a threat necessarily to Tesla, mm-hmm. but I think that what they will do is drive down the cost as we go forward. Uh, well, at least that's that's the hope, anyway. Uh, yeah, and thinking about it from from a consumer's you know, perspective, in comparison to what you've got now with your combustion car, if you went for an electric car, you've now got motors that don't need that much maintenance, mm-hmm. if at all. So you're going to be saving money there as well. You know, these motors even now really aren't they're not ridiculously expensive, are they? No, like, not at all. You know, you look at the MRAX three grand a, a motor or whatever it is for a 56 kilowatt motor that's a powerful motor for, for that for that price and they are driving that price down even more um so yeah they're not a, they're not a massive 
you know amount of cash like the battery still a significant amount but if you compare that to your um combustion engine car now it's got a lot of potential to go much lower than what they're charging for a you know i just can't imagine what the cars are going to be like in 10 years and how much they're going to cost you know for an entry-level car what's your voxel course are going to cost in 10 years uh, i think i think i think 10 to 12 grand yeah i honestly yeah. do because uh, and again uh, you, you've got to I guess with inflation so. well yeah of course yeah, yeah factoring that in maybe 14 mm. 14 or 15,000 mm. but you've, you've also got to appreciate that a Vauxhall Corsa if you compare a Vauxhall Corsa now to let's say a, a 3 Series BMW mm. uh, there are there are many similarities obviously the wheels are all the same and they're all got mm. windows and so on and so forth but a, a BMW's range is probably 500 miles a Vauxhall Corsa's range is probably 300 miles because mm-hmm. the tank is smaller, because the car is smaller, and they're trying to keep things as cheap as they possibly can. So you end up having to, mm-hmm. to, to uh, fill your car up, your Corsa up, more often than you would have to a BMW. And mm-hmm. I foresee the same thing with electric. You know, The Corsa mm-hmm. will have less batteries in it. Even at a higher energy density, they'll have less batteries in them in order to yeah. keep the cost down. And mm-hmm. so, so I think it's quite realistic to think that by 2030 – will have a ten to twelve thousand pound good quality car. I'm quite sure mm-hmm. we'll have even cheaper ones you know, coming yeah. out of China perhaps or Vietnam or mm-hmm. wherever that you know they may come from. Mm-hmm. But looking at a, a you know sort of a, a strong Western brand, yeah. Uh, I yeah, I think ten to twelve grand is 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 quite quite feasible. Quite mm-hmm. feasible. Um, yeah. but actually interestingly talking of scaling up as well, uh, GM are saying they'll have 30 different EVs, 30, by 2025. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? Unbelievable. I mean, I, I, I don't know whether you've seen the advert, actually, with Will Ferrell. No, I haven't, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. You've got to watch it. But uh, <laughs> it, it's, it, yeah, go watch it. It's the Super Bowl uh, 55 advert uh, with right. Will Ferrell in it, uh, talking about... Um, I think it's Norway because Norway have, have outsold pretty much everywhere for EVs, and mm. they've obviously picked up on that. GM have obviously picked up on that, uh, mm-hmm. and so they send a bunch of uh, GM cars to Norway, uh, mm. and uh, <laughs> he gets two of his friends to go with him, and he ends up in Sweden. One, the other one ends up in Finland. Uh, he opens up this container ship saying, oh, I mean, I'm in Norway. The woman turns around and says, No, you're in Sweden. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, we digress. Uh, so that's 30 more vehicles, and GM are pushing their own battery technology. Uh, and now I know that they've got a fuel cell technology coming out as well, but I don't, I don't think. Right that will be going into these EVs, although it could, mm-hmm. uh, don't, don't quote me on that because I don't know too much about mm-hmm. the 30 that they're going to release. Um, but ultimately, I think you know, bringing in 30 more models and then you've got the Volkswagen Audi group probably bringing in another 15 models and Toyota who are you know, also saying that they've got solid state technology bringing out various different models of their own. That's a huge number of vehicles now being produced using mm-hmm. EV technology which mm-hmm. even at a semiconductor level, you know, at the IC level, there's going to be a lot more of these produced, which is going to reduce the cost of them. And so, mm-hmm. so right down to the minute semiconductor, you're going to see a reduction in cost that should, 
I mean, as long as everyone's playing fair, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it should you know trickle down to <clears throat> to the end user. But we'll have to see about that one. Uh, obviously, yeah, I, I don't think it will over the next three years. But I think twenty twenty five is a key year for that. It feels like that, doesn't it? Everyone's setting their goals for twenty twenty five. Absolutely. I think it's with that twenty thirty in mind of you know, especially the UK, yeah. that that you know there's going to be some heavy restrictions going on there. Well, absolutely. It gives them five years then as well to to bed themselves into the market. So it's mm-hmm. a, it's a five year contingency. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If things go wrong, we can always move back to the internal uh, combustion engines. It's yeah. fine. Uh, although I don't think that's actually going to happen. So, um, no, but no. if you look at the other components, what else has changed really? I don't I, like nothing. Mm. You know, mm. it's the drive system. Yeah, and, and so that that's the power power distribution. Well, actually, Go on. actually, a, a, a big thing that has changed is that car companies are now becoming tech companies, mm. and they're having to write their own that's software, true. and they're having to do more. You know, self driving seems to be a thing that everyone is pushing now. You know, everyone everyone wants it because Tesla have set the standard and have been like, "Well, we're going to do self driving. It's going to offer you maximum convenience, so you don't even have to drive anymore. You can just." You can know, you can just sit back and watch Netflix, and Neo are pushing the same thing. So how are how are Volkswagen going to do that? Mm. Well, Volkswagen are an engineering company; they're not a they're not an IT company; they're not a tech company. No, it's so true. Um, so you know what what are we going to do? It was a point that I actually wanted to touch on was um, computing. You know how is how are they going to save money with computing? And obviously, with technologies like five G and 6G and whatever comes after that, real ultra low latency networking, are they going to do things like cloud computing for your self-driving? So they centralize all the computing for your self-driving and you're literally running off of like a server almost. And now I bet bet in your head now you're thinking a server like one of the old... uh, (laughs) You know, an AS four hundred. I can do my accounting on it as well. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But no, there'll be like massive data centers of like servers processing everyone's driving in the world. It's all connected, and everyone, you know, everyone's talking to each other, and that's the way I see it going. You know, it's them centralizing all that and trying to reduce costs, and not for a long time because you need. You need obviously ultra low latency and well, and total availability like that, but... as well. You know, mm. you, you would have to yeah. be a hundred percent sure that the network was going. To... Nothing was. Yeah, different. exactly that, mm. and not only that, that it was secure, mm-hmm. because it, yeah, presumably it would have to be working through some kind of encrypted wireless network. In which case, mm-hmm. uh, how how secure is is that? Um, mm-hmm. You know, longer term and. And not just secure for those who might be nefarious, but also for governments. You know, can do, do they have control over this? Do they can they have control over it? What you know, what where are the privacy uh, protections there then for end users? Um, yeah, that's, that's a very very difficult one. But you're right. I think ultimately, mm. if if part if if a large part of the initial investment for these companies uh, or, or particularly component layout was uh, outlay, mm. sorry, was was down to what hardware was going into the car. It would be more sensible to have the car working as a relay to a cloud-based data center, uh, mm-hmm. where, where they can control that very easily, upgrade it very yeah. easily, improve infrastructure very quickly. Mm-hmm. It does make total sense. 
and and I don't think you're far wrong there. I think I think that's probably something that's going to happen into the future, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Although I, I, we're probably twenty or thirty years away from that one. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not sure. I don't think so. Yeah, sure. I don't think we're going to cut but costs of this current generation of cars um, no. with that. But it's like you, you know, you were you were saying about how you know Volkswagen. So you know, your companies like Volkswagen, BMW, Daimler you know mercedes and, and, and people like that they've got the advantage on tesla in terms of their engineering capabilities in terms of their you know their sites their their um you know their knowledge of the, of the car market but what they haven't got an advantage on tesla with is technology and i see that being the biggest differentiator for cars you know in the next 10 years and volkswagen gonna, you know volkswagen and all these big companies now are going to have to learn and they're going to have to adapt and catch change yeah. and if they don't then no, I, I think we're going to see a lot of car companies go out of business. I think it's possible. I, I don't think that the VAG group will, to be fair. Um, I don't think that, no, no, no. You know, no. I, I think... I, <clears throat> Although the CEO didn't seem too positive. Well, no, that's a very <laughs> good point, yeah. yeah. What, what did he say? He, he doesn't see Volkswagen being remember. around in the next 10 years or something. Yeah, yeah, he was saying that something wacky like that. I mean, that's, that's bonkers, <laughs> but, isn't it? Although perhaps yeah. what he meant was Volkswagen the way it is today. Yeah, you know, yeah, there is going to be a, an evolution of all car companies, and so you know the way the way that Volkswagen Audi Group look now will no longer mm. exist in in maybe even five years time, let alone ten. Yeah, but looking at that, you know, the early stuff they've done for electric vehicles. I know we're digressing a little bit, but the Porsche Taycan is incredible. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. Like, and, and you know. For him to say that is just I, I don't see it in terms of you know that is a mod that was a, a Tesla competitor for sure you know and it's not that unreasonably priced well it is eighty thousand pounds but if you compare that to some of the Tesla mm. models that are performing the same mm. as that it's not far mm. off and and you so, know it'll be well engineered it's amazing. yeah exactly exactly yeah you know uh, I, I, yeah. I appreciate that it's probably not going to have some of the whistles and bells around technology that Tesla has. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to break down, or mm-hmm. well, of course it's going to break down at some point. But it's not going to mm-hmm. break down as frequently, perhaps, as mm-hmm. a company that is less engineering minded and more technology minded. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's it's fair to to moot. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, look, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't agree with with the chief exec's view there. Um, I see no. that you know they've already sounded their 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 war drums you know around this mm-hmm. this MEB platform. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. black platform that they will only mm-hmm. improve over the next ten years. Mm-hmm. That is so simple, quick, and easy to then roll out across the entire network of, of brands that they have. That I I can't see how that 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 could fail. Quite frankly, you know, no. I just I can't see it. And I, 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 of course, here to be proven wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't see it. But um, no. but having those guys all out there on mass is going to reduce the overall cost. Is going to reduce the overall cost of, yep. of electric motors, uh, of electric um, uh, vehicles, uh, and yep. that's a good thing. That's a good thing for the end user. Yep. Uh, ultimately, mm-hmm. and I, I, <sighs> batteries are of course a major issue here you know, around around the the overall cost. Uh, but I don't think they're the be all and end all. You know, I think they're no. going to get to a stage where the battery and electric motor is of an equivalent cost of the internal combustion engine, stroke gearbox, 
uh, stroke alternator. You've got you've got a lot of devices there that you don't need on an electric motor because they're replaced by you know, DC to DC converters and so on and so forth. And I think yep. the, the, the point that those two become or, or gain parity with each other, uh, no one will care anymore. You know, we're never going to see, or, or at least I think it would be uh, commercial suicide for companies to say, right, let's, let's reduce, the, we, you know, we, we've got the ability now, let's reduce the cost of all of our cars to 20% less mm -hmm. than the, the, the nearest rival internal combustion engine. It's not going to happen. Yeah. No. Yeah, but why, why would they do that? But what they can do, and I'm sure this is their, their ultimate goal, is to get it to, to parity with that, at which point it becomes a much easier decision for us consumers to say, yeah, we'll take hold of it. Well, why not go electric? I'm going to save money on charging, maintenance. Yeah, exactly. You know, why yeah. not? Yeah. Because people yeah. don't see, and, and that's fair enough. You know, I, I, I probably don't as well, to be fair. People don't see the long-term benefit of an electric car. You know, they, they just say to themselves, hold on, you want me to pay an extra nine, 10, 15, 20,000 pounds for this thing? Mm -hmm. For what? You know, yeah. and, and actually, yeah, because a full tank of fuel is going to cost you five pounds, mm -hmm. not 70 pounds. And because yeah. your servicing costs are going to be reduced massively and because mm -hmm. you know, it's much better for the environment and you know, all of those things. Yeah. But it's almost the, the landscape of electric vehicles at the minute. You know, you and I have, have both thought about it, about buying mm. one. Mm. And they're just at, at that sort of junction at the moment where it's just not, for me, it's just not viable to buy one because the savings don't outweigh the initial cost of how much more exactly. it would be. Like, they're just not at that point yet where you can you can almost justify it. You know, with just the the charging and the, the the lack of maintenance. No, that's so true. Although, if anyone wants to mm. give me a Tesla plaid, I'll, I'll take it. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Or an Audi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. GT. Porsche Taycan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> any of those, to be fair. Um, Rimac Concept Two, I'll take. Yeah, that. oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> uh, but, but uh, no. Okay, so so I think ultimately, then, our hypothesis has to be uh, that. We think that the cost is going to come down for largely two reasons. One, a much broader uh, market uh, to to reduce that cost because there's you know, there's more more of them uh, being produced for more people. Battery technology changes <clears throat> are definitely going to make an impact or have an impact. Yeah, you know, there's no yeah. doubting that um, because that they are you know, one of the biggest costs in a, in, a, in a vehicle currently. Uh, as well as improvements to motor motor design. Another interesting thing, actually, you know, just before you recap, that I think the infrastructure that will change in terms of financing the cars as well. Now, I've thought I've thought about this before, and I've spoke to a few people about this, and they go, "That's crazy! Like they, they won't do that. They won't do that." But I'll put it out there oh. anyway. So <laughs> I see. I almost see a world where you don't own your vehicle anymore. Now they sort they're sort of you can see signs of it in, with PCPs leases and things mm -hmm. like that. But will we just have these pop up shops everywhere where you can just call a Tesla or whatever vehicle it is? It will self drive to your home, and you will just get you will just get in. It's no longer than a minute away anyway, so you know, or thirty seconds away or whatever, however far away these pop up shops are, and it just drives to your house, and then you just pay for it as you use it. 
it's almost like software as a service a little bit. Yeah, like, like a pay as you cars go. Cars as a service. Yeah, there's almost like a pay as you go car. Like, you know, these cars get reused. Like, okay, you, you know, people, you share them with other people. But the outlay for you is not a lot at, at all, depending on how far you go. Obviously, it's a bit like a taxi, I guess, but a lot less cost because there's more people using mm. No, I, I think I think you're probably exactly right, aren't you? I mean, if you, if you mm. don't need to have a car on standby, you know, if you're not a doctor yeah. or a fireman or you know, whatever else, and you know generally yeah. where you need to be uh, and when, actually, yeah. yeah, you you could you could do that, couldn't you? It wouldn't be a problem. It could just be like reoccurring. You know, I, I know that every day you go to work at nine o'clock. You booked you booked in this week for all week at nine o'clock. You're going to go this far. Mm. You know, we know that. We'll drive you there. We'll bring you back. Mm, mm. The only odd occasion would be emergencies. You need to, you, need, you know, you need to get to the hospital. But I suppose, uh, well, yeah, I suppose, I, there could be bottlenecks <clears throat> coming there. But, but if there are yeah. only, you know, if, if, if there's an EV within five minutes of you, um, mm. under an emergency situation, perhaps you could even have the option of this is an emergency. You know, mm-hmm. big red button saying you need to go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in which case, yeah. it drops anything else and it says, "No, I'm sorry, I need to get to, to this place." Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a yeah. thought, isn't it? But that, anyway, that was no, my thought. No, I, I think that's a really wise <laughs> uh, and and visionary yeah. thought. It's almost like a, it's all yeah. It's almost like a crowdfunding, crowd using way of saving your costs for your, you know, your car because you share. Yeah, it with it's, other it's a crowdsourced car, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like everyone else, everyone together is paying yeah. for the car by almost renting it for yeah. the time they use it. I, it. Well, I think at the point that we get to full autonomy, there's no reason why that couldn't happen. Mm. Absolutely no, no reason whatsoever. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure mm. that you're bang on there and that's exactly what will happen for 80% mm. of the population. You know, those who do mm. want vehicles, <clears throat> they're probably always going to want vehicles and that's that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> if you were not bothered, you just needed a mode of transport. For some people, where it's yeah. just a means. Yeah, it's just means to get. Yeah, exactly. Bit. Yeah, why wouldn't you? And so, why well, there you go. Yeah. That's that is the epiphany yeah. of the day. We can yeah. we we've found a way <laughs> to reduce your cost to basically nothing for an EV. You just yeah. you use it when you need it, and it costs you a few quid here and there. Yeah. Boom. That's it. <laughs> Problem solved. Someone with a lot of money, take that. Take yeah, that exactly. Come on, take that up and prove us right. <laughs> and quote yeah, me. Absolutely. Prove us right. And then we'll get a million views. Make sure you share and subscribe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a notable lack of subscriptions oh. right now. And I'm, I'm starting yeah, yeah. to wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Elon, are uh, what, you Exactly, listening? yeah. We thought you were. Uh, you're obviously not. Uh, and you're not this time anyway. Uh, tell everyone to subscribe for us, please. Uh, we yeah, do have yeah. some good things to offer, I promise. Hashtag Doge Yes, coin. hashtag Doggy or Doggy. <laughs> doggy <Dogey> coin. <laughs> that thing, anyway. Yeah, the meme. Um, but aside from that, uh, yeah, the subscription button isn't broken, I promise. It does work, so please press it. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's that, I think. Yep. Excellent. Well, thank you for that. That was, that was really interesting. Yes, Cheers thank you very much. See you on the next one. All right. Bye. Cheers. Bye.